This Geeks with Kids episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash geekswithkids. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I didn't even bother watching the second one. The like it just looks okay. <laughs> so. Neither of us are going to be very uh, no. good for uh, explaining all the details of the Thor trailer, but we can, no. of course, uh, talk but about can... how much fun it is. Yeah, how fun it looks. Yeah, that, that trailer just looked amazing. Like that. <clears throat> like I think you summed it up. Yeah, it's just that is Guardians of the Galaxy. Fun That's a right Guardians there. trailer. Yeah, it it so is, and especially because they're hitting the notes with that. Uh, uh, going back to the classic rock uh, yep. music of uh, yep. Led Zeppelin. There yep. is that Led Zeppelin four. I, I think so. It could be. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Led Zeppelin, and it, 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 it's somewhat reminiscent too of using ACDC in the first Iron Man movie. Like yes, some of the real fun stuff. Yeah, which is definitely what makes uh, which makes Iron Man Iron Man is just a little little ACDC in there, and uh, even a little Black Sabbath in the original trailer mm-hmm. too. Yeah, because Mercury will request that every once in a while. He's like, "Can you play Iron Man?" And it's like, "Yes, we can." <laughs> and on that note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Geeks with Kids, your weekly podcast that talks about everything parenty and geeky. So I'm your host tonight, uh, Aaron, and uh, with me tonight, uh, we're uh, flying solo tonight, is uh, Marty. Welcome back, Marty. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Hey. So we were just talking about the new uh, Thor trailer. If you haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for? <laughs> it is delightful. Um, though, the, like the first thing that I really, really enjoyed uh, that I was telling Marty about the trailer, because I had to watch it uh, quietly. Uh, I was at work today, and I didn't want my coworkers to know that I was watching the Thor trailer, so I had to watch it with the volume down. <laughs> I still got a lot out of it, and... Uh, then again, uh, trying to put figs to sleep tonight, had to listen to it quietly again, so I didn't quite get everything. But the one thing that totally sold me were those 80s style titles there. I loved it. It um, like It's definitely tapping into the fun of Guardians of the Galaxy, Kung Fury, and uh, everything that was old is new again. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I was already sold on that too. And just hearing now just the... Hey, you're probably wondering uh, how this all happened here. Like, how did Thor, and Thor end up in chains and like some fiery pit thing? And it's like, oh yeah, this is like, this is like a buddy cop uh, superhero <laughs> movie coming around. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Marty, what was your, what was your take on uh, Thor well, trailer? <clears throat> the first time I found out about it today was, I guess uh, Kevin Smith did like a live let's all watch it together thing on Facebook. No! So yeah. So oh, he I, I that? got like a notification saying I couldn't watch it along with him, unfortunately, because I was also working today and it was like during class. <laughs> so that would have been awkward. So um, I had to, but I saw like, let's watch the Thor trailer, the Thor trailer together with Kevin Smith and see his reaction as they're watching it. So, oh, uh, so that's when I realized that it had dropped. And then uh, I had heard about it through, 
throughout the day, saw everybody uh, reposting the trailer all day, and then at the end of the day, finally watched it. And uh, and as you just said, and this, that was my comment, was that it just looked like something out of Guardians of the Galaxy, and mm-hmm. I it's. Um, so I, as, and as we were just talking, as we were getting started, um, uh, just because of the kid factor to being geeks with kids, I've felt the need to triage my Marvel movie watching over the last, uh, half decade or so, or yeah, over yeah. the years. So, um, not that my kid's that old, but I've just found that, uh, I haven't had time to keep up with every single Marvel movie and the f- mm-hmm. first Thor movie just bored me to tears the first half hour I, and I couldn't even I didn't even get through the whole thing and uh so Thor hasn't been something that I've been watching but after watching that trailer now I've got to go back now I've got to get caught up fortunately I've got till November and uh-huh. uh because that looks like a lot of fun mm-hmm. and uh when he turns to to uh <clears throat> our guy from Jurassic Park there Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum. Yeah. It says it says it's my buddy. We know each other from work, <laughs> and he's just got that goofy look on his face. Yeah. Like oh. replace that with Star Lord. Like you could totally. So anyway, not what I was expecting at all, and yep. uh, a lot, a lot. It looks like a ton, ton of fun. Yeah. See, DC, you should be taking a page out of Marvel's playbook right now. This is how you do a superhero movie. Um, they're already stealing uh, the idea from you of a uh, of a kick-ass uh, song for the trailer. Um, can't go wrong with Led Zeppelin. Um, but, uh, see, that's fun. It's not yeah. depressing. It's not sepia-toned, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. it, Everything it is actually... a slight shade of black somehow. Yeah, um, yeah no, I've... The the DC movies have just been I haven't set, been on the podcast much to talk about them, nor have I watched <laughs> any of them full through since Man of Steel. Um, oh, don't, but Baby, it's just so there. so bad. Mm. And I had a bad feeling about Suicide Squad going in, and all my fears seemed to be realized. So yeah, yeah, save it. Two hours of your life you'll never get back <laughs> if yeah. you sit down and watch it. Again, it's, you yeah. have to triage some of these superhero movies and. The DC ones just aren't making the cut for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Going to go check out Wonder Woman, uh, mm-hmm. but I feel that's going to be it. But no. Wonder I, Woman won't get me in the theater, but I may, I may find other ways. But maybe <laughs> Justice League. Maybe I'll go to see Justice League. Uh, I still wasn't impressed with the Justice League trailer. It, eh. The very first one, I, I liked some of the look. I liked some of the interaction. There looked to be a slight little bit of fun in the putting the team together, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And then to see that picture of um, who is it, Henry Cavill in the Christopher Reeve Superman uh, Superman suit, it just okay. Yeah. There was a you know, there's a picture of him floating around. It's just like, what oh, are you okay. doing? It's like, come on, you you can't. And do we compare- really need a different actor to play the movie Flash when we already have a beloved TV Flash? And that's the other problem that I have with it is that I love Grant Gustin. Like yeah. he's 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 awesome as the Flash, and it's like, why couldn't we just bring the cinematic and the TV world together? I think that was a big misstep. Yeah, by DC. Like, at least Marvel, it, they well won. I mean, with uh, uh, Agent, the guy from Agents of Shield, they've crossed him over. Yeah, uh, Coulson. Yeah. Coulson. They've crossed him over, but for the most part, they've kept their 
their heroes separate. So their TV heroes don't appear in the movies and the movie heroes yeah. don't appear in TV. And that's fine. But as soon as you're going to bring one of your TV heroes into one of the movies and then you decide to recast it for seemingly no apparent reason. But I guess because those timelines are different. I don't know. Yeah. A different Earth. The Flash from Earth 9 or something, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You look a little bit different than Barry Allen 616, than Barry Allen 515. That's because I'm actually Barry Allen 905. That's why. But yeah, the Thor trailer, Thor Ragnarok. It was nice seeing um, uh, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Loki had a... Mm-hmm. Had a quick uh, yep. little appearance there, so he's mm-hmm. always he's always welcome. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, that's going to be a good uh, uh, reintroduction yeah. of him and, uh, into the story. Uh, Jeff Goldblum looking like somebody out of the Hunger Games. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> looks like he'd be at home overseeing the Hunger Games as opposed to wherever this is. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's definitely in the. Uh, he's got like the big, like luxurious, like lounging sofa to watch people <laughs> die from. Which is really yeah. nice. Don't get any don't get any blood stains on the sofa. Okay, we're gonna have to clean this up. Okay? <laughs> Alright. So we're gonna give him a virus in a computer with an apple. That's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, he's uh yeah, he looks like he's rocking that uh that get up uh, for sure. And yeah. I'm trying to we were both trying to figure out who the who this female villain is who's yeah. just like laid waste to everything and um I want to say the name Steppenwolf, but I feel that's a DC villain that could be in the next one. So I think I'm getting it all backwards. I think it's the Led Zeppelin <laughs> factor that's making me then like think of like 70s, uh, 70s rock bands. So oh, Steppenwolf. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, it looks uh, looks good. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh might buy a ticket for that in November because I don't think I've got any other movies coming up in November, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Hela? 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 Is that her name? Yeah. Hmm. The goddess of death. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> that... Who has a will to kill and an affinity for black spandex. Yeah. This is and... from... Uh... <laughs> Where am I? Oh, it's just Yahoo News. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gila rules over the underworld. Mm. Gila is the Asgardian goddess of death, inspired by the Norse goddess Hel, H-E-L. In the Mm. comic books, the Asgardian king Odin appoints her to rule over Hel, a dark underworld like Hel. Right. Uh, Yeah. Right, that would explain a lot with like yeah. him in chains and everything. But yeah, yeah, you know. and Loki is somehow working with her. Hmm. Yeah. Well, of course, because that's how Loki rolls. Yep. Yep. Sweet, but uh, yeah, having <laughs> having not yeah, seen Hela Thor easily two. breaks Thor's beloved hammer. Yeah, she just like squeezed it like yeah. an orange, man. Yeah. <laughs> like a cheap, <laughs> like a cheap movie prop. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 good. That's like, see, that's the way that you can up the stakes in a trailer right away without giving away too much. But um, yeah, yeah, like you know that, like that would like be like seeing like the Millennium Falcon like 
like crash land in the first like minute of the uh of like a new like Star Wars trailer or something like that, you know you know things are gonna go sideways as soon as like <laughs> as soon as that happens and it's like a crumpled heap of smoldering garbage. <laughs> mm. Oh beer's good. Oh I love <laughs> beer so much. Yeah, drinking on a weeknight. That's okay. Maybe one or two. I've got my Collective Arts Stranger Than Fiction Porter. Hey, nice. I was thinking about those guys today because uh, we were trading beer stories at work, and I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, you got to try Collective Arts in Hamilton, man. They've got some some really good beers that they put out. uh, I'm a big fan of the Porter and the uh, Ransack the Universe IPA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have to have a we'll have to have a, a geeks with beer sit down barbecue <laughs> at some point. So if Collective Arts Brewery would like to sponsor a Absolutely. podcast, <laughs> I would totally be for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of my colleagues was telling me that uh, the Muskoka breweries are really good. That they uh, brew certain beers like for only like a like a one month stretch kind of thing. And if you yeah, collect, they'll do seasonal uh, stuff. So they yeah. got uh, there's a. Uh, yeah, they do a couple that are only through the winter, and then they'll do some of the lighter, fruitier stuff uh, through the summer months as well. Yeah, um, and they're they're not alone. A uh, couple, a lot of the breweries will do seasonal stuff. Usually, you get the darker, heavier stuff during the winter, and the lighter, fruitier stuff during the uh, during the during the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, one of these days, I'll have to uh, introduce you guys to a friend of mine. He goes online by the nickname the Drunk Pokeroo. And he's yes. an old, old friend of mine, and he uh, he knows everything about craft beer. He yeah, is, yeah. He's a craft beer blogger. Uh, he's big, big on Instagram, and he's uh, um, he does his own blog, Facebook, the whole bit, and um, and that's all he does. He <laughs> he he. His week vacation in March is uh, I think they hit in one week. They traveled just within driving distance uh, to fifty. Craft breweries, sweet. In one week, oh. uh, and they traveled as far as Ottawa and uh, past Hamilton, as far as London, and in that in that space, they hit fifty breweries in seven days. Wow, that's yeah. <laughs> him and his wife would... are an impressive duo. <laughs> I, I, I was I was like, oh, who's the designated driver, man? Yeah. Because if you're doing that much drinking and <laughs> in, like, across Ontario. Crazy. In like yeah. seven days, man, it's like there's no way I would be driving. I would be like, okay, so we're gonna hire an Uber driver for the week, and yeah, I don't they're know basically how they just quite managed it. <laughs> I feel a lot of public transportation at yeah. times, right. <laughs> and then just like, all right, let's sober up. <laughs> yep, yep, lay on the toast. So, <laughs> but oh, that would be cool. We could get yep. him in. He could like bring in some beers, uh, bring in some drinks, and and then we could have like the great debate like which superhero would drink this drink (laughs) i think that would be i think that would be a stellar idea to (laughs) to do that and then i think we should just like we should all sit down and hammer out the script to the three men like the three superheroes and a little lady uh, yes of course (laughs) i had another one in the back of my mind i should bounce this around with you since you are a uh like a bill and ted fan what what if we switched up Bill and Ted and Jay and Silent Bob. So like <laughs> with um Bill and Ted they end up um uh 
they end up basically having to go to Hollywood to stop the uh, the Bluntman and Chronic movie, while Jay and Silent Bob have to like go back in time and, and uh, do finish the off the report? do the history report for Bill and Ted. <laughs> nice. nice. So we'll have to sit down and talk about that. Because we'll have to figure that one out. That's going to take a little bit of work. Yeah, I think yeah. we could do that as almost like a uh, almost like a radio play. And, uh, <laughs> We'll like get like some of our uh, some of our actor friends uh, and ourselves to like voice it. <laughs> Absolutely, that's wild. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. Bill and Ted is still my all time favorite movie. Mm-hmm. The first one, excellent adventure. Yeah, actually, I, st- I even like Bogus Journey too. I do too. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's got like, some great it's, moments. Yeah, it's and it's they've kind been of like... teasing me with the third movie for like five years now. Oh, but, uh, it's supposed to be the idea that they're now in their forties and they've never, they've never hit the big time that they were promised. Yeah, yeah. In the previous films, so like they won the battle of the bands, but then nothing happened. Yeah. And now they're in their forties and they still haven't, you know, changed the world like that. The how it was promised by, but with uh, with George Carlin dead, I don't think they'll ever they'll ever make yeah. it work. But. Um, yeah, you you just couldn't get like you could get the guy who did the TV Rufus for a little while. Yeah, did they do a TV show for? A while? They did a cartoon. Yeah, um, but uh, the only like I think but the thing is because of the whole futuristic thing, I think you could get away with like a female Rufus. Yeah, like a hot female Rufus, and mm-hmm. uh, to sort of play the and even I mean she could even say that she's Rufus. Like yeah. because it's in the future, they could probably get away with that. Mm-hmm. He went through some sort of body transfer or something. So. Yeah, or or just some sort or of. Or he's uh... from way in the future. <laughs> yeah. When you get to pick your own body in that future, and this is what he's chosen. <laughs> yeah. No some way. Kind of descendant of Rufus that's come back to help them or something. They could probably Dude, get away Rufus, with that. Yeah, Rufus, Rufus is, is totally. Hot. Remember the time I hit on Rufus? Shut up, Bill. Shut up, Bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so speaking of movies that we all love and appreciate uh star wars celebration is literally around the corner as we're uh, recording oh. this yeah i only ever really heard of star wars celebration uh a couple of years ago when mm-hmm. uh when they were doing episode seven i didn't even know it was like a thing like i'm such a like i'm such I, a poor like i'm such a bad either. geek yeah yeah that like this is a thing like it Maybe it's only been around for two years. If Spears I or Eric were here, they could probably write that right <laughs> wrong. But. Um, but I feel like uh, I saw pictures this week of some, like one from like 89 or something like that. And that's not yeah. to say that it's been running continuously, but that there was um, there was something, some special thing that ran in 89 or late mm-hmm. late 80s that had to do with it. But uh I mean, just flipping around through it, just it kind of just looks like a regular con. It's just all about Star Wars. It's just all Star Wars, which is pretty. But the pretty really fun. interesting thing. But it's like, was... but then, but then I see it's like, oh, they're charging money for tickets and admission and stuff like this, and it's like Star Wars doesn't need more money. Yeah, it right. prints money already. <laughs> yeah, but Disney doesn't understand that. They just want more. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, fan panel submission, fan panels, uh, t- fan built props, and looks yeah. like lots of cosplay. And yeah, yeah. But the the to me, when this finally does start, 
in a in a matter of a couple of days, the rumor mm-hmm. seems to be that they're going to drop a trailer. Yes, for episode eight, and that yeah. is far more interesting to me than anything they're going to. Uh, yeah, they're going to put in uh, at this particular um, fan uh, this particular celebration. Yes, um, yeah, so, I um, yeah, I'm so excited for it because just already the red star wars like the coloring of the red title is enough yeah. to be like ooh this is sinister they, this is going to well, go I, I mean the uh the title uh fits with my theory that I had like a year ago other people I'm sure have had the same idea but the idea of my little guesses for how I think episode 8 and 9 are going to go how's it going to go so give, all right give us the spoilers uh, so so yeah, spoilers for well, probably not. But anyway, <laughs> this is how I think it's going to go. Um, I think the whole um, Luke and um, the rebellion that Kylo did against Luke is all is all a setup, right? So every uh, Sith Lord, not that we we know Snoke's not exactly a Sith Lord, but mm-hmm. every one that's fit that that character has been taken down by their apprentice. Mm-hmm. So I think the whole thing, including the murder of Han Solo, I think Han Solo sacrificed himself yeah. in order for Kylo to get next to Snoke. I think it's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. So in episode eight, Kylo, in my my uh, prediction, Kylo, about halfway through the movie, successful, or even late in the movie, successfully kills Snoke in episode eight. Mm-hmm. Luke, show, Luke and Ray show up. In the at the end of the movie to take Kylo back to the right. light, but of course he rejects it, setting up a lightsaber duel between Kylo and Luke, and right. Kylo kills Luke. Yeah, yeah, Ray yeah. Can do nothing to kind of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi like Ray can do nothing to save him, and mm-hmm. setting up the final battle between Ray and Kylo at the end of Episode Nine. So at the end of Episode Eight, with Kylo completely turning to the dark side and Luke being killed, Ray literally becomes the last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's going to be good. So that's yeah. my prediction on how it's going to go down. Yeah, I. Yeah. And if uh, Eric was here, he'd tell me the 19 different ways in which the spoilers are already out there that I'm. Wrong. I know. But, uh, I about a year, he, about how two easily weeks he weeks. finds those things. Yeah, I don't. Know. Like, about two weeks sure. after episode eight, this was my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. Yep. <laughs> I uh, I see something very similar. Yeah, definitely. Mark Hamill uh, is gonna <clears throat> is gonna lose lose out. He's gonna die. Yeah. And it, uh, it but it has to be a it has to be a noble death. Oh for yes. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, he goes down. Uh, he goes down. I think believing that he can still save kylo yeah he can still bring kylo to the light and kylo ultimately rejects the good side the light side and thrusts himself completely to the power of the dark side yeah 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 and uh yeah like and then it just becomes like he becomes the ultimate evil yep and it would be so good that yeah he he drops luke and Ray wants to get that like that last uh like that last lunge in or whatever and he yeah. like escapes and it's just yeah. like uh, uh uh 
It's like yeah. you got the upper. It's like you got the upper hand in seven. Now I have the upper <laughs> hand. Or maybe after cutting off Ray's hand or something like that. It's maybe like, I have the maybe. upper hand now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, which is another thing too. If you didn't see it, uh, the Nerdist uh, put out a uh, video recently. Uh, okay. Darth Vader. Darth Vader's got jokes. Oh, no, you have, have to see it. It it was uh, inspired um, by his. Uh, did you see uh, Rogue One yet? Or oh yeah, yep. Yeah, his uh, his uh, don't choke on your aspirations, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just basically in, inspired by that. That uh, they got a they got a voice actor in to okay. do some do some very good. Um, I would call them uh, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger esque uh, one liners, like when he picks up the when Darth Vader picks up the uh, one rebel at the beginning of uh, Episode Four. He's like, "How about a Choka Cola?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> it's so good." So yeah, go check out. Um, yeah, go check out. Uh, Vader's got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, but yeah, so. Celebration uh, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. They're probably going to drop the trailer. Um, there'll probably be some uh, gameplay of the new Star Wars Battlefront 2 coming yeah. out. Uh, maybe some Star Wars Rebels. But what would be some uh, other, I would say, geek properties that you think maybe deserve a celebration of this magnitude where it's just like, let's take a weekend Let's take a weekend in the year sometime and just dedicate it to uh, a hot property and let uh, geeks relish and enjoy three days of cosplay and uh, partying it up in the cantina. So, <laughs> I don't know. Marty, uh, any... Well, I mean, you... Marvel's the easy one, I guess. Yeah. It's like a it's big too... enough property and it's a big yeah. enough... Uh, cinematic universe right now that uh, you could very easily do it but i feel like that's the easy yeah um, the easy thing um agreed so hmm. to come up with now another one <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i can see some i can see some a uh, lot of people maybe like would want to do a doctor who one um sure. yeah not the no, biggest I... doctor who fan i know a lot of people that are huge doctor who fans that would yeah. Uh, I have a brother-in-law who has traveled to England just for Doctor Who conventions. No way. Yeah, he's a wow. huge, huge Doctor Who fan, and from from um, for many, 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 many years, long, long before the C the series got rebooted um, in two thousand five, uh, he's read novels. He's read. He's uh, there's nobody I know or nobody that I've ever met that knows more about the Doctor Who universe than him. Hmm. And uh, and like I said, he's traveled. He's sat in pubs with guys who have written episodes or guys who have written novels uh, wow. in England during the during the the cons and stuff like that. So, uh, um, but to but really, um, the he and he's told me the the ones the celebrations that they've tried to organize in North America just aren't anywhere near on the same level mm -hmm. um, as what they do over in England. So yeah. to try and and have a, a Doctor Who convention here that is worthy of such a property um, mm. hasn't really happened. So, yeah, um, yeah. I guess he's just like their national hero in Great Britain. 
but he well, like Doctor Who is gaining a lot of momentum in North America now oh, over the sure, last sure, sure. Was it, ten years it's now. Just, we can't we can't compete yeah. with how long he's been on the air mm-hmm. over in in Britain. Like I mean, what sixty three? Yeah, nineteen sixty three. Like yeah, like late uh, like mid yeah late sixties sixties yeah. Yeah. Back before color, yeah, before oh, color yeah, television, definitely. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a it's he like he's like he's like the first one that would come to mind. Like yeah, Harry Potter would be a, would be like yep. an easy one. Marvel would be an easy one. But I think a Doctor Who one would be worthwhile. And yeah, uh, it's November nineteen sixty three was the first episode. Nice. Hey, the fact checking. Yeah. <laughs> I should be doing the fact checking, but mm, aren't you posting? <laughs> I do that all the time at work anyway. Let me fact check ah, that yes. for you. Nice. Uh, terms of service. Uh, make my eyes <laughs> as bleed. long as somebody's checking it, I guess. Yeah, you know. Somebody's reading it. That's good to know. <laughs> but uh, some poor lawyer out there spends a lot of time writing that. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, legalese drives me nuts. I, oh, I couldn't even. I still can't. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. you can sit through. Make sure to check all that stuff. Uh, and I've got an English degree, man, and I tell I you, know. like they twist it so much. But yeah. anyway, um, another celebration I was thinking <laughs> of. Uh, I would, uh, I'm sure they've got this somewhere in the world already. But uh, growing up, one of my favorite genres of movies were horror movies, and <laughs> it would be awesome to have like a great like 80s or nine, even like an 80s 90s uh, horror con or horror yeah. celebration where you get the best of. Um, the Friday the Thirteenth. Yep, get our buddy John Miore to uh, to host it, and uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah, he would just he would just eat that up, yeah, for sure, and uh, one of his characters. Yeah, and then even like showcase some uh, some new talent and uh, see some (laughs) horror movies that. It seems it like to me it feels like it's almost like horror movies are almost going underground again. Yeah, um, yeah. Like the best ones seem to be the the independents and, mm-hmm. and the ones get that get made on no money and stuff. Well, which is what our buddy John is doing right now. He's in the yeah. room right now, uh, having yeah. just shot his first feature uh, or mm-hmm. his the, the first one that he's directed. Yeah. Um, so good on him, but uh, again, like this is probably not. This is when you're going to have to work hard to try and find and see. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we should get him on the show at uh, some mm-hmm. point too, and talk about uh, how his uh, and just with where yeah. the industry is nowadays. Hmm. Yeah. But he's busy, man. <laughs> like oh, I, I know. Like I watch his uh, Facebook feed. Just yep. like it just like fills up with like, yeah, we're shooting again today. Yeah, I'm doing a color correction today. I'm doing some more reshoots today. And it's like, man, he's, he's, he's doing some, uh, he's doing some good work with, uh, from what I'm seeing here. We've got to get, uh, yeah, we got to get some uh, more eyeballs on his stuff for sure. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I would love to see like a horror celebration and like sure. bring yep. out like the, like the hammer movies, even of like the seventies, the new stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even John some... Carpenter gets a lifetime achievement award, stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, oh, man, John Carpenter, I love his stuff. The thing, Big Trouble, Little China. Do you hear they're trying to um, they're trying to reboot uh, Escape from New York again? <sighs> yeah, I know. That's depressing. I'm really getting tired of the reboots and the mm. and, like. Um, 
what did I just... Oh, shoot. Something is just coming out. Oh, Chips. Yes. So they're rebooting Chips as a feature film. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like uh, it's like Dumb and Dumber on motorcycles. Like, yeah. it, it, it's like why... I don't remember... I've watched a little bit of Chips, enough Chips, that I don't remember the two leads being idiots. Yeah. It's... And yet every trailer looks like these two guys can't find first gear on their bikes, let alone uh, <laughs> solving crime or stopping bad guys on yeah. the, on California Highway Patrol. So yeah. I, I don't understand it's why this... you had to – I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, it's this whole new thing. It's like as soon as 21 Jump Street um, yeah. Yeah. made it I guess big they made money, because so. it was – because they couldn't take it seriously and it was just like, oh, let's just treat it like a joke. Yeah. Um, then when that hit, it was like, well, now let's remake all of them as yeah. like jokes, like Baywatch. Is it like, yeah. But then again, Baywatch didn't take itself very seriously. No, Baywatch was, I mean, but I don't know. Uh, but it, it like, was minorly melodramatic, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the Nobody same time, he was watching it for the story. But anyway, no. um, but uh, but yeah, and the best part of Twenty One Jump Street was. When, when Johnny Depp and <laughs> the other guy, <laughs> oh, um, the two uh, original yeah. guys from Peter, um, Peter Delu- yeah, Peter Deluise, yeah, Peter yeah, Deluise, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when those two guys showed up at the end of the movie. Like that was yeah. the best part, and not mm-hmm. a single teenager knew what the hell was going on. No, <laughs> um, one of my most annoying teenager things uh, is when a teenager tells me their favorite movie is the last movie they just saw. And (laughs) after that movie came out and they tried to tell me that 21 Jump Street is their favorite movie of all time. And I'm like, all right, you get back, you get back to me. Ooh. Oh, so depressing. Oh, we got some thunder going on over here. Yeah. We've had a bit of uh, heat lightning and a little bit of thunder. Yeah. It's been, it's been around. So this podcast might end abruptly. <laughs> we'll see. But, um, yeah, it's like, get back to me in like 15 minutes, kid. And, uh, yeah, go see another movie and then tell me that one's your favorite. Oh, yeah, I just heard the rumble here now, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You just got a little lesson in physics there, kids, uh, about yeah. how, how, how uh, sound travels. We're about what? 10 kilometers away from each other, maybe 15. Probably, yeah. And uh, so he, he, you reported the thunder, and then a few seconds later, I reported the thunder, and now yeah. we know how <laughs> physics works. All right, cool. Yeah, We're Geeks educational with this week on Geeks with Kids. <laughs> oh, awesome. Science! Science! Oh, man. So, yeah, these, oh, yeah, if they... Uh, or just like, I don't watch anything in black and white. And it's like, you are just like totally <laughs> cutting out yeah. like, a, like a pantheon of amazing filmmaking and storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Alfred Hitchcock alone, you are just cutting out just simply because it's in black and white. Yeah. I, uh, I'm fortunate that at my school, unfortunately this year we didn't get the numbers to run it, but it looks promising many many fingers crossed uh that my course is going to run again next year i actually teach a history of cinema nice course in my high school yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh and uh my wife teaches the same at her high school and um 
we make them watch black and white movies and sometimes they get annoyed at it but then we watch uh rear window and uh that's the rear citizen kane they do okay with it they understand that they're mm-hmm. supposed to like it so they'll sit through it but uh when we get to rear window alfred hitchcock and when our uh bad guy is coming up the stairs uh, <laughs> to watch the way the kids start to like j- freaking jitter and they don't know what's coming and and uh that's fun that's fun yeah. when you see yeah. that sometimes sometimes kids get it you know and sometimes yeah. they'll put down their phone long enough to to get themselves sucked into really really good storytelling mm-hmm. uh so that's fun yeah cuz you still see like some movies try and capture that there was that um social media horror movie that came out uh, a couple of, like last year or something like that where it all started like out online and then the kids are like watching murders happen through like oh, a yeah. variety of like social media channels and it's it's very much trying to capture that cat and mouse game of rear window a little bit yeah and, like, just yeah. like scream four took a shot at it with uh right. It's a little bit old. It's it's almost dated now. The original screams actually hold up better. But uh, the idea of posting the murder online after you when you film it and then post it immediately to yeah. some website. Um, so that was done reasonably well in Scream yeah. Four, but not but, nowhere. Not the even the first Scream I think is fantastic filmmaking. Oh, Wes Craven. I love Wes Craven. Oh God, rest his soul. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He um like. When uh, after he passed away, I was listening to a lot of uh, podcasts doing retrospectives on mm-hmm. uh, him, and uh, one uh, one podcaster brought up a really good point. It's like you um, you don't expect to necessarily as like a director land one major franchise that endures, mm-hmm. like like uh, Freddy and Nightmare and Elm Street. Yeah. But yeah. to hit two of them, yeah. that's that's and to amazing. Spend your second one almost making fun of the first one, like, exactly. Just brilliant, just so it's, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> like flipped it's... flipped horror movies around, started a whole new genre of horror movies mm-hmm. after yeah. that first Scream film. Like he, so many more movies that came after that mm-hmm. uh, changed horror films, like like he did in the eighties when he. Yes, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, we got off topic there. Yeah, that's all right. Because <laughs> that's what we do. We tangent here. So maybe we need a Wes Craven celebration. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, that yeah. would be fun. That would be. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of people running around in uh, in the uh, in the Scream masks. Some in Freddy masks. Some in yeah. Scream masks. Yep. Yep. Some in whatever <laughs> the guy wore in uh, Take Me to Hell. Is that his? Oh, that's uh, no, no, that was Sam Raimi, I think. Oh, you really? or no, drag me to hell was Sam. Drag Raimi. me to was Sam Raimi. Yeah. Um, but then even like Peter Jackson uh, yeah. did some good horror movies uh, back in the day before Lord of the Rings. He would be a good one to mm-hmm. bring into this horror celebration of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you also floated the topic. Uh, a little uh, a little while ago, uh, new TV shows that you're hoping that uh, will stick around because we are winding up um, a lot of TV shows uh, this yeah. week. Yeah. So 
Uh, what TV shows have you been watching that have uh, wrapped up? Uh, well, one in particular. Wrap to wrap up. Uh, one in particular, and I just found out that actually about a month ago it is renewed for season two, so I'm very excited about that. It was one that I I I did I went into it thinking it was going to be bad, <laughs> and it's <laughs> been surprisingly excellent. Uh, and I, I just feel like I need to promote it because probably not enough people are watching it, is the Lethal Weapon TV series. No way. It, I have been thoroughly impressed. I think you're going to see, this is my, my bold Geeks with Kids exclusive <laughs> prediction, um, Damon Wayans gets an Emmy nomination for a non-comedic role. No way. Are my you bold, serious? This is my Geeks with Kids exclusive um, he's excellent, <laughs> just just excellent in the Murtaugh role. Um, yeah, yet yeah. makes it his own. Um, it's it's based on those characters, but it's not a hundred percent like they and they mix it with good good cases. Like their case of the week that they need to solve um, is good, right? And the guy the the guy playing Riggs is just Riggs enough, yet tortured with his own demons that you believe right. it. And, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I recommend to anybody who was even a mild fan of the eighties, uh, movies, um, that it's really good. It gets good just as a police TV series. Right. Huh. But they, they add just enough of the old story without banging you over the head with it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that it feels familiar Right. Um, but, but if you're given it and it, and it's, it's a slow burn, which is nice. Like they could have yeah. gotten really cheap and jumped right to all the things you remember from the, from the movies in the first thing. But instead mm-hmm. it's been like a slow, um, a slow introduction. Uh, Riggs is on this, you know, slow descent into drinking and, and alcoholism and because right. of the death of his wife and, and, and all of that stuff. And it's been, uh, a really neat character study uh, going on in the background behind all of these cases. And yet he's just nuts and crazy enough to do things like throw himself out of a window, out of a nine story building and land in a swimming pool and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and they do the stunts and it's excellent quality stunt work. And it's great. It's, you know, exception like as tv has been really over the last few years they all look like feature films now mm-hmm. yeah everything sure. is shot with the same cameras that they're using in feature films with the yeah. same uh tech and and it, they look like a like 42 minute feature films now and that's yeah, what yeah. And this fits in with that and uh, i think the characters are great and yeah my uh I think Damon Wayans is going to get an Emmy nomination for this one. Wow. Totally really good. Well. Really worth watching. Yeah, we're going to hold you to that if, yeah. uh, <laughs> if that materializes. Man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call you yeah, Nostradamus you first. from here on in. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, any other – let's see. What are some new shows that I've been watching? We haven't, uh, we haven't been watching a lot of new shows. We just went uh, – Sarah and I just went back and watched uh, – uh, like uh, made friends with some old favorites. Uh, yeah. New Girl looks like it could be over, which is oh, okay. kind of sad. I never but... got into that one, but I've heard, always heard good things. There's some, there's some game based off of New Girl. True but... American. True American. Oh, yes. Yeah, someday we will someday, we will play yes. it because <laughs> it is amazing. It's 
basically they call it Candyland with booze. Nice. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but uh, it looks like they could be wrapping it up because their se- season finale, they haven't announced if they're getting renewed for one more season, oh, okay. but they they tied it up nicely that if it does if it doesn't carry on, then that's fine. I was mm-hmm. I, it was satisfying. Like it was good. Literally um, just before the podcast began, I watched the first episode of Prison Break. Ooh, and they're doing and, a new uh, uh, nine-episode sort of event. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's been eight eight years since Prison Break went off the air, mm-hmm. and uh, they're back with a new story, and it's a very familiar story. And uh, <laughs> the first episode was all right. It's enough to make oh, me good. watch the second episode. Eh? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, like like we fell out of that one about midway through season two like when they were mm-hmm. like when he was in the um i think the mexican prison that might have been season yeah. three yeah three i think yeah and then that's when it started to get a little and it only made it to four yeah um which i think was the season they worked with the government or something like that or right like, reluctantly mm-hmm. something like, like we that. got you out now you owe us yeah yeah something along those lines mm-hmm. and then as what supposedly has happened is that michael schofield um has supposedly died mm-hmm. um soon after the events of the fourth season and then um now eight years later his brother gets uh a picture of him in the mail right and hinting that he's indeed alive and in a Middle Eastern <laughs> prison. So, right. So <clears> thus <throat> leading to the series of events yeah. of said titled show. Yeah. The <laughs> there will be a episode. prison break, if not yeah. very misleading. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to try anyway. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know if there were any other new shows. Off the top, of oh, my I mean the, the 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 obvious ones that we know are coming back, like um, like Stranger Things and Westworld. I mean, yeah, are probably two of the best oh, new I shows that came wait. out this year. Yeah, um, both excellent, both mm-hmm. uh, really really fun uh, to watch, especially Stranger Things. And it looks yeah. like it's going to be even more fun because the next season is going to focus around Halloween time. Uh, <laughs> yes, like already just seeing the boys dressed up as Ghostbusters was yeah was yeah, enough. That was cool. That was very yeah. cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and uh, but I guess we're gonna have to be waiting a while for uh, Westworld because they're gonna go yeah. to like 2018, which I'm okay with. Yeah, uh, take your time, do it right. You know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another yeah. Uh, first season but... that I watched that was quite fun. Uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Yes, the uh, the one uh, uh, one with uh, Elijah Wood. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this is loosely based on a set of uh, novels from the same name um, that were uh, goes back to um, Douglas Adams, who wrote Hitchhiker's yes. Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, he wrote the original. Um, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, but this has been completely modernized. He wrote that mm-hmm. in the early nineties, and yeah. uh, and this has been completely, completely modernized. Uh, they've Americanized it. That takes place in the U.S. Although Dirk Gently is still British, <laughs> still very uh, British, still very British. But he, but it's all dealing with the 
it deals very nicely with some supernatural stuff and it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. to watch and it's on it Netflix. Was. Uh and uh Yeah. Sarah and I got that into was it. Good. And she's not a big time travel fan. And as soon as she like saw some stuff with time travel, she's like, Oh, am I going to hate this? And she made it through the entire thing. She loved it, especially yeah. because some of the dialogue was so witty and just oh, like, so good. And I was you just like, hear a little bit like the guys, I mean, I don't know. Have you read, um, uh, uh, hitchhiker's guide? Yes. Like there's yeah, like, like, they definitely borrowed <laughs> some of that, um, the, yeah, some of that dialogue, some of that feel, some of that yeah. quirkiness, mm-hmm. um, and injected it into this series. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm it was so much forward fun. to there to be a season two of that. I've heard that there might be. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have to keep uh, keep our eyes peeled for that one. Um, uh, oh yeah, another one. Uh, not a n- new show, but one that we've thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, the Last Ship. Um, okay. And of all things, it's a Michael Bay produced TV series, and <laughs> you can definitely tell it's a Michael Bay produced TV Aww. series. But it's actually a pretty good Michael Bay produced TV series. All right. Um, all right. Eric Dane, who played uh, McSteeny in uh, Grey's okay. Anatomy, uh, was in the first three seasons. There's rumors that he might not be back for the fourth one, which is too bad because mm-hmm. he's uh, he plays the lead, but. Uh, um, Adam Baldwin, Jane from uh, Firefly, is mm-hmm. also in the show, and he uh, plays like the uh, like the EXO, and the uh, and then he becomes captain later on, and mm-hmm. uh, he's like he's a solid character, like he like he's growing into his leadership role here. So, but cool. it basically starts out with um, uh, there's a, a global uh, pandemic and. <clears throat> the cure for this pandemic is in the hands of this one last battleship of like the U S Navy. So it's Ooh. them trying to get away from the Russians. And then the next season focuses on the fallout, uh, of that cure. And then the third season is, uh, the United States trying to pick itself, uh, put itself all back together again in a way. And, uh, there's some very Trump esque moments, uh, that happened in the third season, like ahead of uh, his uh, election, and it was just, just like, huh? Did they know something we did not know? <laughs> but uh, it's fun. Like it's pure. Like there are moments where it's just like this is just a popcorn TV show. But like at the end of it, it like again, it's like you said, it's like this felt like a movie now. Like this was well, like so well done. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, they're coming back for a fourth and a fifth uh, season of oh, that. So, cool. Yeah. So if you're looking for something to watch uh, in your downtime, just even having it on in the background, yeah, give it a try. Give it a spin. Hmm. Uh, one, uh, that, um, one that yeah. uh, uh, has apparently been canceled, but there's uh, an online campaign to try and save it. Um, I plugged this mostly that the show was good. It was, it was interesting, but the, um, one of the stars of the show is one of my coworkers daughters. Oh, cool. Uh, I, uh, I have a coworker whose daughters worked quite extensively in movies and TV, but never really a starring thing. And she right. had a very big role in CBC's. It was only ran for six episodes. Well, that it was meant to be a six episode thing. Um, it's called pure. Hmm. Came out and uh, started in early January, and right. um, it's basically it's kind of a, 
Uh, it's about, uh, it takes place in Ontario Mennonite country. And right. it's uh, Mennonites, the, this guy, uh, there's a murder that happens. And then our, our hero takes over the church, which means he's sort of the leader of the community in this Mennonite uh, town. And um, as it slowly gets discovered, this Mennonite town has been funneling drugs for a Mexican cartel uh, for years. And he... Right. <laughs> Through, through his position now as the leader of this town, he's trying to bring them down. And, hmm. uh, and, and it's interesting sort of exploration of sort of Mennonite ways and the way they operate and a little right. bit of Breaking Bad. <laughs> Breaking Bad meets yeah. the Mennonites. Um, that's sort of a do <laughs> That's an elevator do. pitch I would have loved to have, <laughs> loved to have heard. <laughs> so, Mennonites, Breaking Bad. A, what was that uh, movie with... Um, uh, Harrison Ford, Witness, Witness meets yes. Breaking Bad. That's what it is. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your elevator pitch. Witness meets Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's apparently been canceled and uh, won't be back for next uh, for any future seasons. But there's sort of an online campaign to try and save it, uh, cool. or for network Netflix to pick it up or some such. Just thing. somewhere. So, but just, it was good. Yeah. But it was a hey. good series. It was interesting. It was different. Yeah, yeah, I might have to check that out if I get a chance. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, where was I going to go with this? That Canadian television, mm -hmm. television. Uh, I had a thought and I lost it. Huh. Uh, beer, mm, beer's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, so I'm going to. I guess we'll just leave it at that then. Like, what are Sounds some, good. what are some TV shows that you are hoping will come back? Uh, in September, now that many of them are wrapping up, and oh, um, I got one more finishing. Oh, go uh, for it! Uh, designated Survivor, uh, Kiefer Sutherland uh, is like the twenty seventh in line for the U.S. presidency yes. uh, until a bomb goes off at the State of the Union, and he's the last man standing, and mm -hmm. he has to take over and become president. And it's um, I had very. I watched it because I'm, I love the West Wing and I love uh, – I'm curious about all things political and, and involving the White House. Oh, yeah. That's um, what I was going to ask you. I'll let you finish your story before I get into my – So head. I was curious about it and it, another show that turned out better than I expected. Mm -hmm. um, and it's apparently shot here in Toronto, so it's yeah. good for our Toronto move filmmakers. Uh, yep. Our old buddy Dave Ingram did a little bit in one episode early that's in the season. That's funny. My uncle does background uh, oh, okay. on the show as well. Yeah, so they've probably crossed paths. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'll have to run it by him. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's so funny to see like what's a what's a very patriotic uh, American television yeah. show being yeah. shot north of the border, eh? Welcome yep. to Canada, eh? Tax breaks well, and beer and donuts. <laughs> I guess maybe maybe Kiefer couldn't work over on the other side of the border. <laughs> yeah. He gets into trouble every once in a while. I can't say I blame uh, him <laughs> with what's going yeah, on now. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, last thing I wanted to run by you before we yep. uh, sign off. Um, the rumor going around, it's probably still a rumor. Eric, if Eric was here, he'd probably be like, yeah, they've, they've tabled that one already. It's completely <laughs> groundless, but... Uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin was in talks to um, direct or helm a Marvel property or a TV show. And just your thoughts on if Aaron Sorkin was to pick up 
a superhero show or a Marvel property or something based on what you know, what, which, yeah, I've like, been racking my brain since I, I've been racking my brain since I saw this, uh, news pop up and it was actually in an, in an interview with Sorkin. So he confirmed that he has a meeting set up with both Marvel and DC right, to right. talk to them about who knows what. Um, and But Sorkin admits going into the meeting that he's not a comic book fan. So he mm. would literally have to start pouring through their library and hoping to find a character that he connects with. Mm-hmm. And... And I, I, I mean, to, he he would probably want to do something obviously that hasn't already been done. Yeah. So and Sorkin likes to deal with characters that have personal demons. Um, mm. So that sounds a little lot more Marvel than it does DC. Um, yeah. So if you if you look for a character, um, and I, again, I haven't figured out which one this is yet, but if you look for a character that is struggling struggling to be good but is usually unable to do so. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe there's alcohol and alcoholism or drugs or, or something. Uh, yeah. some personal demons that keep him from keep him or her, I guess, from being the hero that he's meant to be. Right. Um, then that would be probably the kind of story that Sorkin would be drawn to. Right. Yeah. And off the top of my head, I mean, Logan's an easy one, but it won't be that. Um, no, Especially with the way they've they've finished it now, um, yeah. I don't think so we'll come back to it. Would be somebody like that, somebody yeah. who's who's haunted by something, and it yeah. leads to other vices, and it gets it's so bad it gets in the way yeah. of him James, being the hero. Yeah, if hmm? James was here, he'd probably like probably yep. push for the um, the uh, Hawkeye uh, comic book that came out a few years ago, where he was just like a dude living in an apartment. And uh, oh yes, he's talked about that. On yeah, the podcast. he's talked about it before. Yeah. And um, yep, I can see that fitting in a little bit more yep. with his style uh, as well. But it would have to be but, also a highly intelligent yeah. hero because they'd yeah, have to do a lot of talking. <laughs> and that's the thing is that. Um, I'm trying to think like who would be somebody in like the Marvel universe in the DC universe that is, is more character driven, less action, but grounded in, you know, like good conversation and good dialogue between, uh, between characters and especially, uh, one that would support an ensemble of sorts. So it would be, yeah. Yeah. You'd need at least a small team around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, maybe he does the really classic Sorkin thing, and he, he leaves the hero out of it, and it's the behind-the-scenes the team yeah. that, that, that send the hero out there, and it becomes the, here's behind-the-scenes, you know, it's the Flash without the Flash or something like yeah. that. Yeah, which... And oh. it's just about the team that helps him go out there and do his thing. Yeah, which reminds me, uh, i got to check this out, too. I heard... Something about a new Seth MacFarlane TV show that's very Star Trek, but it's not Star Trek, but it's sort of like it sort of is. It's like a it sounds yeah. like a sci-fi show, but it's like the it's like the underlings. It's like the like the yes. ends, yes. not like the captains or whatever. It's like the it's like that Star Trek episode below decks where it's all like the the junior officers. Yeah, and 
it's supposed to have something to do with that. And I'm like, that could be really funny because yeah. he's a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah. So it would be really neat to see that, um, that satirical kind of like twist come out in, in like that kind of like genre. That would be a lot of fun. That would almost be like, um, uh, what should we call it? The Tim Allen one, uh, that came out years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, I want to call it Spaceballs, but I know it's not Spaceballs. No, it's, it's um, uh, Starship Quest. Troopers. Oh, Star <laughs> oh <Gal> <laughs> that one, one of us has the right answer yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. the, the show you're thinking of is called Orville. Is that what it is? Okay. And it's, um, it's series follows the crew of the exploratory ship Orville 300 years into the future. Is it uh, out yet? Uh, no, it is due to be released on Fox in the uh, next fall, the 2017-18 oh, awesome. season. All right, so that's uh, what oh, looking starring forward to Seth MacFarlane as Ed Grayson, the captain of the Orville, <laughs> and his ex-wife is his first officer. Right. This should be good. Yeah, this should be good. Anyway. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So yeah, so um, it'll be it'll be coming back to Sorkin. It'll be interesting to see yeah. what he could do. Yeah, if, if anything if comes of it. So I mean, but, I imagine yeah. these guys take meetings on these levels all the time. So mm -hmm. it's uh, what is it a real thing or is it just uh, to chat? But he did confirm that there are that he does have meetings set up. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. So what do you think, uh, geeks with kids out there, or geeks there sans kids, or? people with kids and you just happen to be listening to us because you want to be a geek because <laughs> you want to be a geek deep down. Deep uh, down. what do you think Aaron Sorkin, what would be a good Marvel or DC property for him? Uh, the Thor trailer, was it awesome? Do you think it's going to, do you think it's going to be as awesome as it actually appears to be? Or is it going to suffer a little bit of DC itis? I don't know. Uh, Star Wars Celebration, are you excited? Are you going? If you're going, please bring me back a souvenir. Tell me um, uh, Tell me if you get to the cantina, and uh, if you could, just bring back some blue milk. I would love to try some bantha milk. Uh, yeah, and any TV shows that you're currently watching that you're hoping to be renewed or that you hope are canceled. Uh, but if you just want to... Chime in, drop us a line at our website, www.geekswithkids.ca. You can also voice your two cents at our uh, Facebook page. Uh, go to facebook.com backslash geekswithkidspodcast. You can find us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Uh, we're also on iTunes. You can give us stars there. We're on uh, Google Play. We're on uh, Stitcher. We're out there on the webs. You can uh, Google us and find us and uh, let us know what you think. So, Marty, thanks for uh, coming on board tonight. Uh, this was oh, awesome. Pleasure. This was a lot of fun, man. And, yeah, uh, yeah we'll have you back on uh, again in the not-too-distant future. Awesome. And, yeah. And uh, for uh, Geeks with uh, Kids, uh, this is... Uh, Aaron and Majram, good night and enjoy the thunderstorms. Bye bye. <laughs>